0: Hello and welcome to season two of Let's Be Friends with Tori Segner. I'm your host Tori and I'm so excited to be diving into the Enneagram this season. In each episode, I'll interview a friend and ask them all sorts of questions about their Enneagram type and how it impacts their relationships. You'll hear lots of stories and receive great advice. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. I am here for a very, very exciting and special episode. The reason why it's very exciting is because Heather and I are both Enneagram Sixes. If you don't know Heather by now, you just haven't been listening to my podcast because she's been here twice already.
1: I thought you were It's very exciting because we have someone who's never been here. Oh,
0: well, that's definitely not true. Heather's been around. She's been around the block. We know what we're doing. I'm gonna take a picture at this very second to show you the setup that we have.
1: Because
0: oh, Annie is Annie is not um, wanting to sleep right now. She so Heather's got her strapped to her. We're hanging out in the nursery. Yeah. So if you hear some little squeals some little fusses, mm-hmm. hey, that's just a part of life. And Maybe
1: she's seven. I don't think she wants to miss out. Hey. And she's like wants to be a part of the party. It's very possible. I'm not trying to type you girl, but you know. We can type babies. <laughs> I think that's actually against the rules. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but um, yeah, this will be exciting because Heather and I are very different. Yes. And I think part of that is, I don't mean to put everything into like the box of the Enneagram, but if we're looking at the Enneagram, mm-hmm. Heather has a five wing. I have a seven wing. Mm-hmm. I would say we both lean into those wings very strongly from mm-hmm. time to time. And that is probably a a big reason why our personalities are different. Um, So it'll be fun to hear our different uh, takes on all of these questions that I have.
1: Yeah, it's funny because, yeah, you're right, we're different. But if, like, we think about, like, some things we really think about the exact same, so we, like, Mm. can really relate. And then some things it's like, what?
0: You're like, wait, you're a six? Yeah. (laughs) I didn't think so.
1: Okay. Um,
0: Oh, there's Annie. Perfect (laughs) example of what you may hear from time to time. (laughs) Um... So, as always, I'm going to start with a brief description of the Type Six. Got the Enneagram Institute's website pulled up. So, the Type Six is called the Loyalist. So, we are the committed, security oriented type, engaging, responsible, anxious, and suspicious. Don't Hmm. like those words, but feel that they are true. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, the the committed, security oriented Type Sixes are reliable, hardworking, responsible, and trustworthy. Excellent troubleshooters, they foresee problems and foster cooperation, but can also become defensive, evasive, and anxious, running on stress while complaining about it. (laughs) They can be cautious and indecisive, but also reactive, defiant, and rebellious. They typically have problems with self-doubt and suspicion. At their best, they are internally stable and self-reliant, courageously championing themselves and others." So our basic desire as sixes is to have security and support and our basic fear is of being without support and guidance. Mm -hmm. So I feel that all to my core. Do you?
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I was telling Tori before this, I was like, oh, I feel a little rusty on my Enneagram. She said, no worries, I'll read it before. And as you're reading it, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Especially, it's like I know I'm a six, but like, wow, it's yeah, I'm a six.
0: I know when they put it into words like that, you're like, oh yeah, I remember <laughs> the first time I read this and it was like, yeah, that's for sure me. Yeah, especially like the random defiance and uh-huh. really wanting guidance and stuff. all the a lot of that was just like, yeah, that's <laughs> for sure my brain. But, um okay, now, as always, as well, I'm going to share the moment I knew you were a six, Heather. Did okay. You, yeah, okay. Did you remember this was coming, that yeah. I had a surprise story for you? Yeah, I, I've i been listening
1: to your others, yeah. so I was like, oh, I, I think I know what you're going to say. You think so? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll see. Okay.
0: So, the moment I knew
1: <laughs> Heather was <laughs> a toilet six.
0: Paper. No. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, there there is a the thing that Heather was, like, extra prepared for the, um... For the pandemic.
1: We can talk about that later. Yeah, That's we'll talk about story. that
0: later. She did a really good job, like, you know, forecasting and being like, I will have everything. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was like, it's not gonna be real. <laughs> I was in the hospital, like working, and I was the one who was doubting it was gonna be real. <laughs> oh well. Anyway, um Okay, so not that well, okay. Okay. Yeah. So surprise story time. Okay. So, um, I was dropping you off at your old place uh-huh, uh-huh. and uh, we were sitting in my car for, I don't know, just a few minutes, just kind of chatting uh-huh. and my car was facing the street and I had my headlights on cause it was nighttime uh-huh. and, um, I didn't realize it, but like my lights were shining into the street and there was that stoplight right there. Mm-hmm. So there was a person who has stopped at that stoplight. My lights were shining, like, right into their car, and I didn't think anything of it, but then I saw they were trying to, like, block their face with the hand, uh-huh. like, with their hand, and then they flipped me off, and I remember just feeling like, oh, that's so rude, like, I'm not doing this on purpose, like, uh-huh. I'm just, you know, I'm just sitting here for a few minutes, I I, I don't know, I, I didn't realize that I was... Uh, blinding you, like, I, you know, I was like, that's so rude to just flip me off, I didn't yeah. mean to, but you, do you remember how you responded? No,
1: I feel like i like, don't really
0: remember this. Okay, well, you responded, <laughs> you were like, well, you better, uh, you better make sure that guy doesn't follow you home and kill you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why is that my first thought? It sounds so sort of like I
0: would, something I would say. It, it Did was. I make you text you
1: and text me when you got out? I
0: think you made me really afraid.
1: <laughs> you, oh, I'm
0: you, sorry. You fed my anxiety. Yeah, I think I was like, well, great, thanks. Now that's a fear I have. Didn't have that one before. <laughs> um, oh gosh. So I was like. Now i got to wait for this guy <laughs> to leave, like, far away, and then I'll drive home and be looking for him. Oh, my gosh. So Sorry. That was the moment I knew you were six. <sighs> so rude.
1: Oh, yeah. My brain. Sometimes I need to keep my thoughts to myself. <laughs> but it was night, and I was worried about you. Yeah. It's okay. I obviously lived
0: to see many more days. Yes. yes. So we're okay. Um... But
1: Oh gosh, yeah. sorry, Dora. So,
0: it's funny. It's that's what, we're laughing now.
1: I wouldn't share it if I wasn't laughing about it now. It's so funny because I probably just didn't even think twice about saying that to you because I was just so like, oh yeah, you gotta make sure that didn't happen. Yeah. Because like, I'm you know, I'd probably gone through this I by the time I probably said it out loud, I'd probably gone through the scenario of what exactly we would do if that happened. Yeah. And like how to get away yeah. and like all that stuff. Yeah. And so, it's like it's just like it's like, oh, Tori, you better make sure you don't call you, huh? <laughs> it's like, funny. I keep that in my head. <laughs> I think that's a
0: really good example of how we're different, though. Because yeah. Because I feel like you prepare for scenarios that are, like, serial killer or, like, pandemic. I want to make sure I have everything. Like, very tangible, like, I need to be safe. Yeah. And then the way that I relate more to the security aspect is like within relationships yeah well uh, I, I
1: feel that too for yeah sure. but yeah I definitely like take it to the extreme. well I tell you I'll tell you the reason yeah. why I even looked into the Enneagram in the first place is because well if you haven't listened to our job thing go back to both of our job podcasts but when I was switching jobs and I felt so like I was starting my own you know thing and I was my own boss and all that stuff and everything's on me I just felt so like Unstable And so, like, mm. whoa, where's my paycheck coming from? Where's this or that? Like, I just mm. felt wild and out of control. And I started having, like, these really, like, weird fears that I'd, like, never felt before. Like, mm. if someone, like, honked at me. I was afraid they were gonna follow me home and like mm. chew me out or like kill me or something. Was like spiraling. It was weird. Yes, yeah. I was spiraling, and it got to the point where I was just like even afraid to leave the house. And I was like, okay, I gotta figure out what's going on. Yeah, here. yeah. And so I started like looking into personality stuff and all this stuff, and uh-huh. then so I don't know, someone must have told me or something. Looking at the enneagram, and then. For a while, like didn't realize what number I was, and then it all made sense when I figured out I was six because yeah. I was feeling so unstable. Mm-hmm. I was feeling like really insecure, like about everything, and then it just made it made it bleed into everything, and then just took it to the extreme. And yes, like, oh, because I was unhealthy at that point, mm-hmm. and now when I'm healthier, mm-hmm. I don't have those kind of like really irrational fears. Yeah, yeah, it's but not a like, part of your everyday life. When I read that about like the fears and stuff, I was like. Oh, me yes so absolutely. anyway yeah so that's probably I, I must have been like in an unhealthy spot in that time when that was my first thing yes but I do always drive home and look who's following it's yeah you're always aware oh I'm always aware mm-hmm. I will always tell you what car's behind us
0: and like if if you're maybe not super familiar with the Enneagram there's just kind of a spectrum for each type like mm-hmm. when you're healthy or when you're unhealthy <laughs> So, like, when you're healthy, you're at your best. Mm-hmm, yeah. When you're unhealthy, you're at your worst. <laughs> yeah. um, and there's, like, a whole spectrum that falls between those two things. But, yeah, we can we can understand why Heather uh, may have yeah. been in her unhealthy <laughs> parts of being a six. Uh, yes. When she started worrying about things like that. I'm better now, guys. Yeah. So, That's tell me. Good. Yeah, she, she really is better. <laughs> she, like, I'm proud of you. You have a baby and you're pretty, like carefree about her
1: yeah I know I didn't think I'd be that way
0: yeah I mean I think when you think of a type six being a new mom you think of someone who's super anxious and I like wouldn't say that about
1: you yeah no but there are definitely other things like just prepare my, my list I sent you of all the things that you should do for the hospital or pack or you need this or that like it's like
0: preparedness is a big thing for any gram six yeah you'll yes, learn about that yes. as we go through these questions but okay so you told me a little bit about like kind of how you figured out you were a six. Yeah. Um, just tell me more about what it's like for you to be a six and then what kind of friend do you think it makes you?
1: Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I definitely feel obviously like I do get some of those fear things, those tendencies and they get worse when I, when things are kind of like in in flux or unstable. Yeah. Um, and they, they seem to, like, calm down when not. But I definitely would say, like, I'm always just wanting to. And it's just it's just natural for me. I always want to, like, over-prepare, over, um, I don't know. I guess I usually take it. I always call myself a worst-case scenario kind of person, which, like, isn't my favorite way to live, but it makes me extremely prepared for anything. Yeah. So, like, anything I'm doing, I'll sit down and think through. Or, like, especially even now with Annie. Like, I've had a few people watch her, and I'll, like, Type out her schedule. Type out what to anticipate if you need this. Give this or that. And I've, like, watched people's kids where they're just like, here's the baby. Bye. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> um, And and so, yeah. So I think me taking everything to, like, the worst case scenario can, like, sometimes be a good thing. Because then I'm, like, usually over-prepared. I overpack for it. Like, right now I'm already freaking out because we're going home for Thanksgiving for the first time. Mm-hmm. With The first time we're traveling with her. And I'm just like, whoa. I got to bring everything and I'm like already starting to make like lists and research and all that stuff and then maybe that's like a the five wing coming out yeah um but yeah so I think I definitely I resonate with that part but then I definitely resonate with like the loyalists for sure Mm -hmm. because I yeah well it takes it takes me a while to decide if you'll be my friend or not and that's not like a conscious thing I'm doing like I just kind of it it takes me a while to open up to people yeah because I feel like I'm not like I don't trust them Mm -hmm. innately like right off the bat like Mm -hmm. a great example is me and you like we I think we said that before (laughs) we didn't think we'd be friends we didn't think we had anything in common and then like actually I think the enneagram finding out we were well it was our husbands that hung out all the time which made us hang out yes and then finding out we were Six, we're like,
0: really? I think once you we a I think once we realized like we had something in common yeah that we could talk about, we right were like, okay. And
1: okay. then I was like, okay, well, she sees some things the way I do. Like, I think I can let her in, I think I can trust her. But mm-hmm. that's why most of my life, I'd say all like through college and like a few years after, I had like just like a really small circle, and I just liked it that way because mm-hmm. it was hard for me to like let people in and trust them. Yeah. Um but, man, if you were in my circle, if you were, like, part of my pack, like, I was all in for you. Like, yeah. I would do anything for you. Mm-hmm. I'd stay up to do group projects late with you. I would, mm-hmm. like, pick you up from the bar, even if it was, like, you know, tired. I was like, yeah, I got you. I'm going to get you home. <laughs> you know, and it's just, like, I I think that sixes, and I, I, I feel it true for me, it's, like, you just fiercely love your people. Like, yes. A lot and yes. they mean so much to you and you just do anything for them mm-hmm. and it's not in the way like I feel like a two would do because I feel like they do things for people a lot like I feel like two and six that kind of like yeah loyalist could get confused yes um but I don't do it because I want you to love me I do it because like I love you. Yes. You know? Yes. Um, which is not I'm, not, I'm not trying to say anything bad about the twos, but I know that that's what they're yeah. like motivated yeah. by. They,
0: they love the feeling of like being helpful. Right. Whereas we, I think love the feeling of being close to someone. Yeah. Does that yeah. make sense? hmm Yeah.
1: I totally agree. Yeah. All of that. So, yeah. And I think it makes us like really great. I think once we let people in, it makes us really, really great friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I didn't hold people at arm's length for as long as I do, but I don't know. just part of me that's just like, hey, I got to just make sure you're like, you're cool, we're cool, like... Yeah,
0: it's like the natural skeptic part right, of the diagram right. 6. Exactly, So, yeah. like, relationally, it can be like, you don't trust people at first, but once you find people that you can trust... That's why, like, those people become so important to you. Because they're safe to you. Yeah, exactly. They are a form of security. Yeah. Relationally.
1: Yes, totally. Yeah, I didn't think about it that way, but it it for sure is, like...
0: I think that's how they describe it.
1: Yeah, no, no, I, I, I think that's true. It's, like, I realize these people are, like, solid, they're... They want to be invested in my life. I want to be invested in their life. Like, they're not going anywhere. I, yeah. can, I can spend some time here, you know? They're not going to do you wrong or right. whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. So, I don't know if I answered the question. I just said a lot of things. No, but. I
0: think you definitely did. Okay. You hit
1: them all. Cool. <clears throat> well,
0: I'll share what, what I think yes, it's like yes. being a six. So I would say, I feel like it's both good and bad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The good parts are really good. The bad parts, I feel like, are really bad. (laughs) But, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I I also feel like I prepared for a lot. Um, Like, I'm really good in interviews Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I just uh, think of all the questions, you know? I don't let anything go unthought of when it comes to really important decisions. Yeah, But that can also, like, be my detriment because I can... I just want to make really good decisions and I can feel like it's irresponsible of me and put all of the pressure on myself to think of every single thing. And Mm -hmm. it's like, if I miss something, well, that was on me. Yeah. So like if something comes out of the blue or catches me off guard and I wasn't prepared for it, then it's like the worst thing. Mm -hmm. It feels like Mm -hmm. terrible, you know? Um, and I feel like expecting myself to be prepared for everything can also just keep me from like relaxing or enjoying myself sometimes. Um so I don't know. I would say for the most part like being a six it's not as stressful as it sounds. Yeah. Because I think we get kind of a bad rap for being really anxious, mm-hmm. like overthinkers. We are like not great at making decisions and stuff like that. But I think for the most part it's just like living With a very busy mind that is just constantly thinking of scenarios. Right. You know? And, like, when we are in, like, a really anxious state, or at least for me, if I'm really, really anxious about something, that's pretty rare. But, like, of course I'll, you know, be like, I can't eat, like, can't sleep or whatever. But, like, for the most part, I would say it's, like, it's it's pretty stress-free in my mind. It's just like, oh, well... If that car ran that light, they would have hit them, and then what would I have done? I don't know. <laughs> you know, I just feel like you just kind of run through the scenarios frequently, and you just kind of know how you would keep yourself safe in certain situations that other people just probably haven't thought of. Yeah, but it doesn't bring true. me
1: anxiety necessarily. Yeah, that's not what gives me anxiety. Yeah, it just brings up, the, it just brings it out more. I just think about it more for some reason. Uh huh. And I'm like, and that's like, like when I was like having the bad stuff where I was like, oh, someone honks at me, like they're going to kill me. It was like, like, I wasn't like freaking out about it all the time. I was just like, "Mm, make sure they're not going to follow me home. Yeah.
0: It's like, you just kind of create little checklists in your mind of like, I'm just going to do this just in
1: case. (laughs) Yeah. But it's not stressful. Right. I'd say, yeah, you're right. It's a busy, it's a busy mind Mm -hmm. for sure. It never, it's not quiet very often in my mind at least. Mm -hmm. And, but yeah, it's just the way we are. You know, and that's other people. Like, I look at some other people and I'm like, I have no idea how you're the way you. Yeah. But you know what? That's okay. Because I don't live in your brain and you don't live in mine.
0: Yeah. It stresses me out to think about not being prepared for things just because I didn't think through them. I'm like, well... I don't know what it's like to not think through these things because right. they just populate my mind yes. like any other thought very easily yes. and naturally. So. Yeah, totally. But yeah, I also totally agree with like the loyalist part. Like I think that's mm-hmm. what it has to do with relationships for me. Like I think it makes me a really, really good friend. Yeah. I think it's someone, like it makes me someone um, that is obviously loyal and like honest and I'm just going to be there like, yeah. if you need me to. Like you were saying, I'll pick you up from wherever, whenever. Like, it does yes. not matter because... Can,
1: can, I can confirm this story. You are a great friend. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um,
0: yeah, I just care so much, like, for people who have shown that, like, I can trust them or just that they love me back yeah. or whatever. Um, and I think, like, being a six is... You're just someone who's, like, just very reliable and... Consistent and all of these things that people appreciate in friendships. So I think we make really good friends. Yeah, did you? <laughs> yeah, I like being a six in friendships. Yeah, I do. I like being a six. Yeah, being myself. That's pretty good. So we talked about some challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, can you name any more, especially regarding relationships as a six?
1: Um. Yeah, well, I I don't tend to like get into many like spats with friends or anything because yeah. I'm pretty. I feel like I'm pretty open with my friendships and honest, and if, like if there is something going on, I do try to address it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could say like I guess in within my marriage because you know, and within my family, you're a little bit more like. I guess not my family, but definitely with my marriage, I. I'm I'm so secure in my marriage. Like I know my husband's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. But if we have a fight, for some reason my first instinct is and, and I ask him a lot, it's like, Are you gonna leave me? Oh. Which yeah. is so weird. And I don't really truly believe it. Yeah, you just but it's like the reassurance. I wanna know it's like, have I have I done something so bad that like you're gonna leave, you mm-hmm. know? Which mm-hmm. I haven't. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I don't know, have you have you had enough of me finally that you're gonna leave? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, which is never it's not the case, but it's like It's like, I always ask that and I don't know why, but it's, I guess always, I just have the feeling crop up. Like, Mm -hmm. like, oh man, I really let you down here or really, you know, messed up here. Like, are you going to leave me? Mm -hmm. And I do find myself asking that a lot because I'm just looking for like that security and that stability. Mm -hmm. And like, my husband is like steady as a rock Mm -hmm. and he's not going to leave me. I know he's not. Yeah. But it's like, for some reason in my head, it's like, I've done something so bad that you're going to go now, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, I might. Like if I had more turbulent friendships, I might feel that like within my friendships and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I never felt that about my family because it's like that's my family, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I do find myself feeling like that like in arguments with my husband, which is I think is a like a core thing of like this you want the security and you want the loyalty like of the other people because you know you know you're there you're not going anywhere yeah but it's like have I done something where now you're gonna go yeah you you question if other people are on the same page yeah Mm -hmm. yeah which which I guess now that I'm thinking out loud and talking out loud maybe I have had those thoughts like um do I love this friendship or am I putting in more than they are you know even though like I, I really don't plan to or anticipate to stop or know how to stop, you know? Yeah. But I do, guess, I do, I have found myself wondering sometimes, just like thinking over the years of friendships, it's like, oh man, like, I wonder if they're, they feel the same way about me. Yes, absolutely. You know, it's like almost like, it's like. Well, I call them my best friend, but do they call me their best friend? You You know, which is, like, funny, like, and that was definitely, like, stuff I thought about more in, like, middle school and when I'm thinking back, like, stuff like that. But yeah, it's true. I think, like, as a six, you want, like, you're going to put it all in. You're going to put it all out there for, like, the people that you want to, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And that's the thing is, like, I feel like it's the people you want to. It's not everybody. Right. But it's yes. like I don't know. I guess I maybe have that fear of sometimes like, oh, do they not want to give that all back to me? Yeah, is this and I want it? that all back. Mm-hmm. You know, is, is it worth my is it worth my time mm-hmm. and energies and then like are they gonna leave? Yeah, absolutely. You know?
0: Does that make sense? Yes, no, I feel that too. I think I'm really willing to leave a relationship if I do feel like it's not being reciprocated. Yeah. Like if someone shows that they just aren't really like that interested. Or I just don't feel like it is, yeah. like we're equals or whatever in the relationship, then it's pretty easy for me to be like, this isn't worth it. Because <laughs> yeah. I feel so undervalued. Right. And that hurts me. So Yeah, I'm, when
1: you're putting in so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not the type to, like, just overextend and, like, try to fight for a relationship that I am like, this isn't worth it. Like, right. I just, I don't know. I don't know if that's a sixth thing or if that's me. But um, I recognize that, too. Like, it hurts me too much, I feel like, when I don't feel like the relationship is equally reciprocated. Yeah. So I'll either, like, just kind of stop sharing as much or, I don't know. If it's really bad, I feel like I, I guess I would cut someone off. But I don't really find yeah. myself in no, situations like no, that either. No, no, no. I'm thinking mostly like in a work environment or something right. where you're not like getting super close to some people because it's obvious that you're yeah. just not going to be great friends or whatever. Um, uh, it's pretty easy for me to be like, okay, well, yeah. that's the one. Um, the only other thing I would say as far as challenges go with relationships for me is that... um. Because I have such a strong desire to know people really well, I'm like very comfortable sharing my ish with people to mm-hmm. like kind of kickstart that relationship or yeah. whatever. Um, because like I think that just makes me feel really connected to people, it makes me feel like it's real. Um, and so when that's not reciprocated, like as we were talking about, that like really hurts. Yeah. When yeah. Anything, anything you you're giving more than yes, they are. yes. Yeah. So it's kind of, it falls under that camp but I think it can lead me to feel I think I've said this like a couple times in some other episodes but it's like oh what's wrong with me Yeah, because everybody else kind of seems to have their stuff together and I feel like I'm putting it all out there and it's not always reciprocated and so I guess that can lead me to feel like kind of guarded or whatever yeah um but yeah I think that's that's a challenge for sure is just sharing and and being, like, an openly vulnerable person and then not knowing what to do with that when it may not be reciprocated. Because sometimes people aren't as comfortable sharing that as quickly as I am. Yeah. Um, That would be me. Yeah. So, it's, like, not to anyone's fault, but, like, it's a challenge for me to sometimes assess that and be, like, it's not because... They think something's wrong with you. It's not because they don't have their own things going on, it's because they have their own level of comfort yeah, of totally. what they will share with you and when, and um, don't like write this person off.
1: Right. You know? Yeah. So yeah. That I think that's just a good, good rule of thumb, too, like regardless of your number, just to remember that, like, yeah, people have different comfortabilities of sharing. Yes. And it doesn't mean, like, everybody's got stuff wrong, everybody's got stuff going on. Mm. It doesn't mean you're the only one that does. Yes. But it is, I would say it's very helpful for people like you to, for people like me, Mm -hmm. for you to go first and say things and like set, show me that you have trust. And then I'm like able to establish some trust. And I think it's, and I think that's, I, I always think because I was, my dad's a three and I was raised by a three, mm-hmm. that that's the way I am. Yeah. I kind of just want to show it's all like all together on the outside, right, you know, right. but I like to people like you, I like learn like, it's okay to like let people in and mm-hmm. like, and know, let them know things and like know your struggles because you're right. It's not helpful for anyone to like act like you have. It all yeah. Together. Yeah. It can be hard on like my receiving end, but
0: at the same time that can be a good thing because it does like help other people open up. Yeah. So it is what it is. But yeah, that's definitely a challenge. Yeah. Um, so moving on, what are some things that your friends can do for you that make you feel loved and like they care about you?
1: Hmm. Let me think. Probably just like letting me know, like they're in, you know, Mm -hmm. they're in this and they're for me and I'm for them because, uh, yeah, I, I I love that. I love knowing like we're on the same page of friendship. Mm-hmm. Um not necessarily like a DTR, but like kinda like that. Like, hey, yeah. I love you. You're one of my really good friends. And like that would be that would make me so happy to hear, you know, and probably you too of just like I remember our DTR. Do yeah? You yes, it was great. <laughs> it was and it's so like exciting. And it's like, You're my really, really great friend here. Mm-hmm. I love you a lot and I look forward to many years of friendship with you. And, like, it yeah. sounds so, like, formal and stuff. You know, I don't have to be like that, but it's, like, if someone, yeah, if, like, maybe someone I was just beginning a friendship with being, like, I really like you, and I really like this friendship, and, like, mm-hmm. I would, let's keep going with this friendship and, like, yes. diving in. And i would be, like, yes, I feel <laughs> the same way. That's happened to me a couple times
0: recently with some new friends that I'm making, and it is so heartwarming. it me. Yeah, they feel me. so good. Oh, and other people so might be, like, what the good. heck, that's
1: so weird. But just to know that like, someone that you really love and care about and you're enjoying getting to know, it feels the same about you mm-hmm. and, like, wants to be in that, and, like, in the thick of it with you, like, it yes. feels good.
0: That's, like, what I wrote
1: down, too.
0: <gasps> was, yeah. Oh, like, we must both be sixes, Tori. story. I think we are. If we haven't established it already. But
1: I, I really like cheering people on, like, that yes. I love and stuff. And yeah. so, also, like, if people cheer me on, too, mm-hmm. that feels good. Like, I love being yes. someone, like, someone's cheerleader and be like, you can do this. You're amazing. This. Yeah. You're amazing <laughs> Like, I, I see this for you, you know? Uh-huh. But I feel like I don't get that a lot for myself. And I'm like, meh.
0: I know. Yeah, I wrote down, like, in my notes, I was like, this is why I love birthdays and stuff and cards, because it's always a reminder of what I mean to my friends. Yes, <laughs> and if it's written
1: down or said to me, oh, just Yes, mess.
0: so good. So, yeah, I feel like the next part is vice versa. Like, what things do you do for your friends that make you um or that make them feel loved i i think we're very good at celebrating people yeah and like being like you can do this yeah i like, i see this
1: in you like, yes i want this for you yes absolutely
0: yeah Oh, one more thing that i wrote in my notes that i really want to say say it. um things <laughs> that friends can do for me is like Giving me space to to walk through the different scenarios and thoughts that I have. Oh, yeah. When I'm trying to make a decision without, like, worrying that I'm in, like, an anxiety pit of despair. That's good. That's let really me good. process, like, let me voice because I need your opinion. Like, mm-hmm. I need your, your thoughts and opinions because... It helps me to feel like the thoughts that I have gone through and the judgments and decisions that I have made mm-hmm. are are good and sound. Yeah. Like when I can get that feedback from other people, um. But yeah, it doesn't mean that I'm I'm spiraling. Yeah. And like when you hear your friends be like, I think you've thought through this, and I think you are totally capable of making a really good decision. I need that sometimes. Oh, yeah, that's good. Like, it helps me so, so
1: much. It's actually good for me to hear for you as a friend because I think we process those things differently. Mm-hmm. You process out loud. You want everybody's opinion. Yes. I'm a little more introspective on those things, mm-hmm. and I just kind of, like, make the decision on my own at that point. Yeah. But, yeah, sometimes you text me all those things, and I'm like, I know she's thinking through all that. I hope she's doing all right. <laughs> and then, But it's good for me to remember, like... We just we're thinking the same things because all the things you text sometimes or tell me these things. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Yeah, I thought about that. But I was just like, mm-hmm. I keep it in here, and you are uh-huh. more of like an outside processor. And yes. you, want the, you want to hear other people's opinions and also kind of gather it all and then make your decisions. So, yes. That's even good for me to hear.
0: Oh, well, good. Yeah. So, yes. another example of how we can be different. And I, once again, I think that alludes to like your five wing and that you're more comfortable with doing your own research and coming mm-hmm. to your own conclusions. Whereas I feel the need to involve other other people, but I will say there is nothing that makes me feel more confident than when I choose not to involve other people for the sake of like boosting my own confidence Mm -hmm. that like I can make good decisions. I don't need other people's feedback or opinions to make a good decision. Mm -hmm. And then it actually ends up going really well. Like, that makes me feel really oh, good, yeah. too. So, oh, yeah. just that encouragement from friends is always good. Yeah, it's like we
1: thing. need, yeah, the I like, you know, the love language stuff. I'm definitely, like, a words of affirmation person. And I don't know if, like, all sixes are like that. But, I think a like, lot of us probably are. Yeah, it's like, I want you to tell me that it's good. And I want to know, because I, I don't... Oh, well, here's probably what it is. I'm sitting here thinking all the things you're thinking about me. Mm-hmm. And because I am a worst-case scenario kind of six, they're all bad. But I'm just, like, I'm trusting that they're good. But if you tell me that they're good, I'm like, wow, I feel great. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to tell me good things about myself. I just want to know, like, you like me and you want to keep being my friend. Yeah, and yeah. I'm being a good friend to you. And yeah,
0: I think just, like, an encouraging text or note or whatever to know that we are thought of. Yes. Be appreciated mm-hmm. for who we are in your life is very, very important. Yes. Oh, wouldn't that. I just make it? Oh.
1: Yes. If, if I someone just have... sat down and was like, you're such a great friend to me. I love you so much. And here are the reasons why. I mean, would you not just like I think have I... the best day ever? Yeah, I don't think anything could get me down <laughs> <laughs>
0: at that <laughs> point. I would be totally invincible and unstoppable. For the I'm going to text you
1: all those things when you go into labor. Oh, yes, please do. That sounds
0: great. <laughs> okay fun question what are the different qualities and sides of you that come out in your relationships with other enneagram types
1: Hmm. well so my sister is like seven like textbook seven yes so fun and Mm -hmm. so spontaneous and she whenever she's in town like oh she just we have so much fun and like just go and do, and I'll go on a whim and all this stuff. And so she makes me like way more spontaneous. I got my dog because of her spontaneously. Oh we went out to gosh. get coffee, came home with a dog, so there's that, <laughs> uh, which is not me at all. So don't.
0: sevens bring out spontaneity in Heather. Yes, yes. yes.
1: And my husband, he's a nine. Which I feel like, is, like, like everyone's
0: husband a nine? Okay, well, this is the thing. I did a little poll on my Instagram one time, like, for sixes specifically. I was like, I don't know a six who's not married to a nine. How true is this? And what I found was that sixes are very commonly mostly um, drawn to nines. nines. And sevens uh, was, like, the other popular number so how interesting Crazy. that you just named both of them yeah I think huh. nines kind of ground us yes not like, let us know everything's okay yes and yes. then sevens let us know that things are okay in a different way We're right like, it's, it's okay. okay to have fun uh-huh. and it's okay not to think and... through everything yes and yeah
1: so my husband definitely like calms <laughs> me down and like yes. helps me relax which is like very hard for me to do mm-hmm. um <laughs> you know the loud mind it's yes. always going oh and gosh. he's like that's just it. he loves to just he could he could relax he could, he didn't have a care in the world sometimes and I'm like how are you the way you are how's your brain not thinking right now <laughs> and so that's good for me I'm trying to think of some other ones I feel like I'm I like I'm friends with a lot of sevens and nines I know yep which is so funny um uh threes though I do well threes maybe it's just because I was raised by, by a three I don't know but Oh, because when you're healthy, though, as a six, you go to nine and unhealthy to a three, mm-hmm. right? That's right. Um,
0: so we take on the worst characteristics of the three.
1: Right. Which and sucks. Yeah. Because we could be
0: but sometimes, really great people. Right, right. If we took on all these great high
1: achievement goals. I know. <laughs> yeah. I definitely, when I take on too much, I get really, really stressed. Mm-hmm. I have like, a, I know, and I'm learning my capacity more, but, um, and then I, t- I take it all on and I want everyone to think I'm doing it on you know and I don't know if that's anything part of the six or if that's being raised by a three but I definitely like I want to be a high achiever within anything I do and like things like that and so I feel like sometimes when I'm around like threes um I don't know I you talked about the chest puppy puffing contest with Anna I feel like I can be like but I'm not trying to like show off but I'm like well, well, you know, I, I do this thing, these things too, you uh-huh. know, and it's like, but inside I'm like, yeah, I do. I'm doing these things but I've drowning. like that's am so best.
0: stressed. What's the validation, but like yeah. it's the worst. It's like,
1: a, yeah, exactly. I'm like, well, I do this and that and like that too. And they're like, oh yeah. Oh, it's so good to do this now. That, all that stuff. And I'm like, oh, I just wish I could like have it all together like them. Oh, I, <laughs> I know. I wish I could appear to have it together, but that's just never going to be me. Yeah. So I'm learning to not, and it's like really freeing. It's very yes. freeing. Um, I'm trying to think of others. Oh, well, what's funny is my husband's a nine, but he has this really strong one wing, really strong sense of like wanting to follow the rules and stuff. And Mm so, and I want to follow this, maybe as part of that, like can be kind of rebellious at some point. I'll follow the rules if they make sense, Mm -hmm. you know, if Mm -hmm. there's, if it's like, okay, well that rule's like, yeah, that makes sense. That'll keep us safe. That'll do this or that, you know? But if it's a stupid rule, I'm like, or come on. No, let's, let's break this rule. I'm trying to like, think of a really good example of like, is Cody playing bass? Do you hear that? I do hear that. I think he's playing his bass. Let's pause for just a second.
0: (laughs) If you're enjoying learning about the Enneagram and find yourself wanting to explore more resources, I've got your back. Through the link in my bio on Instagram at Tori.Let'sBeFriends, I've provided access to three great courses from your Enneagram coach, an online platform that will help you use the Enneagram to better yourself. The first course, Discovering You, is for those who want to learn more about the Enneagram in general and figure out your own Enneagram type. The second course, called Exploring You, is perfect if you already know your Enneagram type but are desiring a deeper dive that will help you grow and transform. Finally, the last course, Become an Enneagram Coach, is exactly that, a course that will certify you to become an Enneagram Coach and guide others in their Enneagram growth journeys. As I mentioned, the links to each of these courses are in my bio at tori.letsbefriends on Instagram. Definitely check them out if you're wanting to use the Enneagram to further grow and develop yourself. Now let's get back into the episode.
1: I don't even okay,
0: know. Cody um, po- very politely <laughs> and immediately stopped playing his face.
1: Yeah, maybe you can like bring this up to the nines if you haven't already recorded it, but it's like... Oh no conflict. Of course, I'll just stop immediately. He goes. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, he was enjoying it. I would see. I would have been like, no, you can. I'm playing it quiet. You're fine. I would have argued it, but he's. There was no conflict. Very sweet. Um, yeah. So he's so funny because he'll like want to follow these rules, and I'm like, that's stupid. Like <laughs> that's a bad rule. Don't follow that rule. Like yes. jump the curb here. or Do this. You know. It's like. Yes. He's like, oh, I don't know if we can make a U turn here. I was like. No one's coming. Make the U-turn. And he's like,
0: "No." Yes. I yes, I totally agree. I think one's bring out the part of me that hates rules yes any kind of rule follower I feel like always does because I don't want to be controlled yeah I don't yeah. know yeah. I maybe you're seven main. it may be yeah, yeah. but I know sixes are also known to have like complex relationships with authority mm. I don't know if you've heard mm. about that but it's like we um, when we trust and respect an authoritative figure, it's like the same ride or die. Like, yeah, we got yeah. You. Like
1: my teachers, I was definitely mm-hmm. like I didn't say a word in class about all the rules. Yes, but if oh, you, you, have... you get me, you get me with a customer service person that Ugh. does not make sense to me. Woo, they going to wish they had not talked to me that
0: day. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I, and that's I funny because that. I had teachers in high school that I respected and thought were great. Mm-hmm. And I was an angel in their class. And then I had teachers that I did not like as much. And they probably remember me because mm-hmm. I would speak my mind and
1: yeah. give them a little
0: bit of hell because I don't like authority that I don't like.
1: <laughs> and you don't trust or you, don't, you can't get behind. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I feel that. So
0: we're going on a little bit of a rabbit trail. But yeah, yeah. I think ones will bring that out of me. Because as soon as someone tries to tell me to do something, I'm like, I don't want to do that.
1: Yeah. I don't Or that's stupid. Rules. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's really dumb. Yeah, that rule doesn't make sense. I've already thought through all the scenarios that could go wrong with that. And uh-huh. I have not come to any conclusion that this is unsafe or bad. Yes. So that's dumb. Yes, for sure.
0: Well, <laughs> I would also add that with stronger personalities, I think I'm more... Likely to take a backseat, but it's not because I'm, like, afraid of them. It's, like, I get really fired up when I'm around, like, eights or ones or something, um, like, in my mind. Mm -hmm. But I think I don't want to, like, jeopardize the relationship. And I recognize that, like, opinions and beliefs and stances are, like, very important to those types. So I think I'm more likely to be more agreeable. Yeah. But then when you have super agreeable types, like nines Mm -hmm. or twos... (laughs) I, you're gonna see the fiery side to be really fast be our fast. poor husband I know yeah so my they husband, just do what we say my husband is a nine. he does have an eight wing so I get some fire out of him yeah, too yeah. that's always really fun but we're not fun <laughs> depending on the, the day yeah. but um but yeah I think like we have a lot of nine friends and I mm-hmm. would say and we'll take the lead with them yes anyway. so yeah. like me and Heather sixes and then once y'all get to my nine episode you'll see sarah and nicole Uh or my nines or our nines we hang out a lot and uh i think we're always ones calling the shots the strong opinion i think in
1: our group chat too anything like someone like one of us says something and then the other one's like it's you know it's cool it's whatever you think but if we if the other of us don't agree with it we'll be like no, I really think this or that, and they're all like, oh, whatever you think. Yes, so, so it's funny. I think different
0: types will bring out, like, the more confrontational yeah. uh, side of us, so that's always really fun to see, because, yeah. I don't know, we can, we can take back seats, and we're like, I don't want to, I don't want to rock this boat, but then it's like. Oh, they're not gonna take charge, I will. Yeah, <laughs> it's taking yeah. too long.
1: yeah Totally. I never yes. even thought about that, but that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like uh, yeah. I feel like we have these kind of two sides that I mm-hmm. but it makes it, I feel like it makes us like that's why maybe we're good friends because we can kind of mold to like what our friends Yes. Means. That
0: is what made me understand my personality for the first time was when I was reading about the six and it was like you're either like super confident and love making decisions, love being in charge,
1: or you're not. Yeah, (laughs) did you ever take other personality tests and be like, Yes. "Uh, Why am I so confusing?
0: Yes, because (laughs) every other personality type would make me someone who is just like that, like Mm -hmm. loves loves to be in charge, like confrontational. And I'm like, sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, for sure. This doesn't
1: quite seem right.
0: Yes, Mm -hmm. but it's all depending on, according to the Enneagram, it's all depending on the security that you feel. Yeah. And isn't that just so true? Like, mm-hmm. doesn't that just make you feel so understood? It's like, if I feel secure and, like, I'm not going to ruin any relationships or whatever, absolutely, I'll take charge. Like, if I feel prepared, if I know what I'm doing, mm-hmm. then I'll, I'll call the shots. Like, I'll speak my mind. I know how to lead these people, whatever. Yeah. But then it's like, if I don't know what I'm doing, if I'm not prepared, I am glad for someone else to take the reins, you know? So it's it's a very, I think sixes have a pretty dynamic personality. Oh, yeah. Um, Okay, so what's it like being friends with other sixes, Heather? It's good. Good.
1: You're my closest six friend. I know. I don't really
0: have, honestly, I can't think of many others. I feel like I really only have you. Yeah.
1: I, yeah, it's good. I feel like we get each other. A lot of, I I don't know, people, I think when, if they like the Enneagram, they're like, oh, I'm just scared of everything all the time, but like, Mm -hmm. sometimes I am, yes, but there's like so much more going on there, Mm -hmm. where I feel like we're pretty, a pretty complicated, not complicated, complex number, yeah you know, like we said, there's kind of like those two sides, and like, things get brought out, and it could be really, like, a lot of people are like, wait, what's the six, I'm like, I don't even know how to like tell you how much time do you have for me to tell you about myself and uh-huh. everything that goes on in my head. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it's great being friends with the six. Cause like, I know Tori's like, she's there for whatever. She's extremely dependable. Like yeah. she, if she says, if she says she's going to do it, she's going to do it. And, um, but yeah, it's too, it's like, I can like tell you some of the things that I'm thinking and I don't have to worry, you're going to think I'm crazy, yes. you know?
0: so true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we can, like, air out our thoughts to each other. Yeah, which and it's is not really like,
1: nice. it's not like, what I mean, you didn't think I was crazy that one night, but. <laughs> Just a little. Yeah, but <laughs> I was in, probably in a healthy spot then. Probably. But it's like, I could think, or I could say, like, oh, I okay, i prepared doing this, 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 and it's like, Tori's not going to think I'm a nut. Like, she'd be like. No. Yeah, I would have done the same thing. Yes, absolutely. I, I'm, I'm Like grateful. when I, I think the first time you watched Annie and I had that big list for you and I had stuff on the back and you went, oh. Like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. I was so happy. you like, I all needed that. all that. And I was like, I know, I know. And I just wrote, here's all the things, here's the bottles, here's how you do it. Yep. And it was like, yep. I took a lot of time, like before to like write that all down and like, just cause I was like, I would want to know all this. Yeah, I and know. And was like, I wanted to know all okay. this. It was
0: so great. I <laughs> had the step by step. Of when she woke up, what to do, Yeah, some
1: activities to do in this time. What to try and in what order. If this doesn't work, try this, then this.
0: I felt so so prepared. So, so ready and equipped to take care of this child. Yeah, who basically slept on. An hour and a half. Yeah. And I think that would stress out other people. Yeah. I think they would maybe take that as like. Yeah, like you're oh, telling me she, way too much. Yeah, you don't trust me. Yeah, or... she doesn't trust me. She's worried I can't do this. And That's I'm not. Funny. I'm not worried. Exactly. That. It's just I want you to, I, I would want to know all these things. So, yeah. So, if you're not a six and you have an experience like that with the six, know <laughs> that it's probably coming from a place where we don't trust ourselves. Yeah. It's like, well, if I don't write this down for you, then it's it's my fault if right. something it's, goes wrong. Yeah,
1: and then you won't be prepared and then, yeah. then everybody'll be sad and I yeah. don't know what to happen, It's So and... much
0: more about us because you yeah. so don't ever take your it, Yes, I would totally agree. I would say that we listen to each other very, very well and then we value each other's concerns because we don't see them as unnecessary. Mm-hmm. You know, and I love that. And I don't think we like send each other into spirals. <laughs>
1: No, I, you, know, I th- you called me spiraling the other weekend. I'm not spiraling, but you were upset. You were scared, and I was like, "Okay, well, here's what's gonna happen." Oh my gosh. <laughs> we don't have to uh-huh. say what happened, but it's like I was like, I was like, I was like, "Oh, Torres calling me," and I was like, "at a at, a, at a party." We'll just say. I and I was like,
0: I- we'll just say I thought my baby was coming early, and I had very yeah. good reason to think. Yes, that she may have totally. And it was very scary. So
1: and yeah, and so I was like, any- I was just like at a yard, like a party, like you know, having a good old time. But I was like, Torres called. I was like, you guys, hold on. Watching it the was back of my uh, I and all around.
0: I called you, you picked up, and you were like, hey, you heard the concern in my voice. I was like, hey, do you have a few minutes? And you said, Hold on. <laughs> you stood up and walked away. I was like, I've got her attention, thank God. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is serious. I love walk it. Away. Uh no, it's so it's so great. Right. Yeah, and
1: then you were like, Okay, I'm scared about this scared about that. It's like totally. That was really scary stuff. Okay, here's what we get, here's here's what you get, here's what I think you should do. Blah blah. blah. And I was like, and then she's like, but what if what if she comes early? I was like, okay. Well, she, if she does, then, you know, here's who you have. Here's what we're going to do. Like, you're going to be okay. And I was like, okay, you're right.
0: Yeah, you did. And you're your, right.
1: your demeanor had changed by the time I got off. And we were like... Being I was a like, all right, doctor. I'm going
0: to call my doctor back.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was like, I feel like if you... I don't know. If you went to another friend, they, I know they would hear your concerns and all that stuff. But I didn't think you were, like, insane at all. I was just like, totally. Let's <sighs> <Yeah>. do this. <laughs> yeah, that was tough. But,
0: yeah, we made it through. Yeah. So, I mean... That's Spoiler, me. she did not come early that yeah. day. I think she's I was, still in there. She's still in there. She, she likes to give me some good little contractions <laughs> and she's okay. Oh, gosh. Yes. But
1: it's like, it's like that's just a prime example of like, you're one of my people. I don't care who I was around. I was going to step away. I was going to talk with you about that. We were going to figure this out together. Yes. Yeah. So I, I definitely agree all of that mm-hmm. with,
0: uh, yeah, being around other sixes. I feel like. There's just an understanding that we're not crazy. We're just thinking through everything. Yeah, and I really appreciate that. I'm sure there are some sixes that do like egg each other on and like send each other into spirals. Yeah, but I would say like if you're doing that, you're probably doing it wrong.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I agree with that. Um, I mean, how you're sharing. Be yeah, I don't together.
0: know, <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, yeah, it's it's always nice to feel understood, mm-hmm. and to also I feel like we're we're good and open with sharing like what we mean to each other mm-hmm. and initiating with one another. Mm-hmm. That's really nice because I sometimes feel like the initiator in relationships, like the one way street type thing that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. So I feel like it's a very balanced relationship. It's like you know your worth, and you're just like you know your you know your friends also thought of everything too. So, like, when you wrote down all those things for when I was watching Annie, like, that was, Mm -hmm. like, a way that you loved me almost. you know what I mean? Because it's, like, you thought through everything so I didn't have to. And anytime someone can do that for me, it is, like, oh, I just feel so loved. Like, throughout my pregnancy, Christian has grown a little bit more, I don't want to say protective, but that's not a negative thing. Yeah. So, he's grown, like, a little bit more protective and... He'll be like, oh, don't move that. Like, you know, just, mm-hmm. to, you know, instruct me to do a couple of things just to, like, keep me safe. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, someone else is trying to keep me safe. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. wow. Totally. <laughs> so, yeah, that's always Well, fun. I
1: think so, too, because right now we're kind of, I would say we're going through a season where we don't see each other as much as yes. we used to, which yeah. is sad. But I... I could definitely, like, find myself thinking about other friendships maybe and being like, oh, my gosh, I'm not putting in the effort. I don't Mm – not really now. Like, the older I get, honestly, it's, like, the more secure I am in general. So I don't like – but I use – I would use to think these things, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, but if I'm not hanging out with them, like, oh, it's just going to – like, are they my friend anymore? What's going to happen to our relationship? It's going to be weird. But I just, like – I don't – I've literally never thought that about you because I'm, like – I'm, like, would I like to be hanging out with Tori more right now? Absolutely. But do I have a lot of things going on with work and baby and all that stuff? Yes. Yeah. But I have no question that like, I've never been like, oh, are we friends anymore? Or like, yeah, are we no. gonna be like, is it gonna be weird when we see each other? Like, we're cool. We're yeah. Cool. I I don't I don't have to feel that way about you, and it's probably because you're six.
0: Yeah, we have the the security together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, love it. Okay, last question for you. Tell me about a time when you're six. Sickness, sickness, when you're sickness, that is your sickness, <laughs> just really shined and you're like really proud of your personality. Okay.
1: Okay. This is kind of, this can be a twofer. Okay. Okay. So I'll tell the toilet paper story. <laughs> okay. okay. But first of all, so I run a preschool basketball program and we, well, when it's not COVID, perform with the Nuggets before the Nuggets games, um, before, uh, like, before the game, all the kids go out. They do this little, like, five-minute routine. They all get back. Um, and it's, like, really stressful as a six thinking through how to properly manage, like, 50-plus preschoolers and their parents um, at an NBA game. That's yes. just, like, oh, I just it is so fun when it's over. <laughs> when it's over. Um, it just sends me spiraling, like, the weeks before because I just literally think about everything go wrong I I, I, like to the point where I plan what if there's a fire alarm pulled where are we gonna go and where are we gonna meet? like it's just and I just have all these backup emergency plans like written out Uh which is so it's really stressful on me but it makes like the day go so smooth but anyway I just like for my events and especially that one I just like over prepare and so so the first time we ever did it I was I got the highest compliment because the like my rep that like helps me set everything up and is there the day of, like we do. It's the very first year I've ever done this, and it's like I just over prepared. My emails were wild to parents, like just so much information, mm-hmm. and um and they're like, what's wrong with this lady? This is like a preschool like thing. What the heck? <laughs> um, it's just who I am. But anyway, so we get done and we get off the court, and she says to me, she's like. That was one of the smoothest, like, you know, whatever group performances yes. that we've ever done. Everyone got checked in perfectly. We got them on and off the court and all that stuff. And I was like, oh. You're
0: like, because I thought of everything. Yeah. I was like,
1: oh, great. You know, that's my hope. And anyway, moving on, I was like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> it was perfect because I thought of all the things that went wrong. Yes. Um, but anyway, the reason why this is a twofer is because so that was the first year, of course, I think through all the same things the second year. And luckily yes. I had it all written down and saved in a nice folder. Mm-hmm. I just pulled it back out and sent it. So went off um, with it went off without a hitch again. But the morning of that, it was March 1st. Oh, March 1st, 2020. 2020. It was March 1st, 2020. <laughs> I'm leaning into the mic here. Um, anyway, so March 1st, 2020. And I am, like, of course, awake at, like, I know, mommy's goofy. <laughs> um, I was awake at like three a.m. because I was just thinking about all the things that I had to do that day, and I was like, I think this pandemic is gonna happen. I think we're gonna go into quarantine, and I need to order things right now. And so <laughs> I get on Amazon and I order, uh, I probably like forty plus rolls of toilet paper. Yep. Um, I ordered. What else did I order? I ordered a hand sanitizer. Yep. Um, and then I. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what I thought was gonna happen, but I ordered like a five no maybe it was like a ten gallon water jug, like to <laughs> fill water up. And I don't know. I thought like like it was gonna we were gonna go wild and rogue, and the water was gonna get cut off. So Cody wakes up and he looks at like our credit card or whatever card I put it on, and was like, "Okay, you made why'd you order like hundred dollars worth of stuff on Amazon at three a.m.?" And I was like, "Cody." A pandemic is coming, and we are going to be trapped in our house, and we're not going to have toilet paper, and we're not going to have water. And he was like, are you crazy? He was like, yeah, sure. And I was like, look, if it doesn't happen, then we'll just have it, But okay? But we're going to have it. Mm -hmm. Then it happened, and all the toilet paper is gone, and guess who had toilet paper? Me. Heather had a lot. I had a lot. It yeah, of... was true. I mean,
0: you really did have a lot when the store started running out, so.
1: I know. and it was just did. like, I don't know what it was. Just something in me was like, if this goes down, I want to wipe my butt. <laughs> that is really funny because I
0: have like an opposite experience. Christian went to get his hair cut the day before everything shut down, but like we didn't know it was going to shut down. And he was telling me, he was like, I'm going to go get my haircut because I, I really, like, think that I, this is my last chance. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, my gosh, it's fine. Uh-huh. And then the next day, everything <laughs> shut down. And I was like, how did I yeah, not move? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. So, like, I know uh, Christian is for sure not a six. He's a nine with the very strong eight wing. Yeah. But um, it's funny how other types can be more prepared than you sometimes. And you're like... How did how, this happen? How did this
1: get past me? <laughs> I would have never let this fly. I know. Yeah. yeah. So it. I was just like, man, my sickness, that was That was a good one. Perfect.
0: Heather. That was definitely good. So
1: anyway. If you need me to tell the future, I guess. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Fortune teller, Heather. <laughs> Fortune teller. Does that is that part of the sickness? Yes. Anyway, that's inside my crazy mind. So yes.
0: Yep, that's your story. <laughs> I don't really have one, honestly. I feel like there's a few different things I could pull from. Like I said, interviews. I always leave yeah. interviews being like, I <laughs> crushed it. I crushed it. I mean, depending, of course, you know. But um, for the most part, I'm always like, oh, I'm so glad I prepared. Yeah, because They totally. didn't ask me anything that I didn't see coming. I feel so great about myself. Recently, Christian cut his hand, and I was very good in that moment of crisis. Yeah. And that made me feel really good about myself. Um, the other thing I can think of is, uh, throwing those baby showers. Oh, yeah. I feel like I nailed it. You did. You I feel like, so her and Sarah had back-to-back babies, back-to-back <laughs> baby showers. Yes. I feel like I knew you each so well and made each of your showers, like, super specific yes. to yeah, what was great. you would want. So that made me feel good. Yes. If I not really have an epic, oh. epic Honey, charm. you did
1: like it. You did
0: yeah, you did like it, and you just don't know. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, the last thing we're going to do is play my little meme game. Oh, yeah. Are okay. you ready? Sure. So I have a bunch of memes that stereotype the type six or just make fun of us. Okay. And you're going to look gonna. at them, and you're going to tell me what you think, and I'll tell you what I think. Okay. Okay. So it says, type six is after trusting someone goes wrong. <laughs> it says, I feel like my old self again. Totally inadequate. Completely insecure. Ah. Paranoid.
1: Neurotic. It's a pleasure. <laughs> like, welcome back.
0: It's a pleasure. I know. I thought that one was really good.
1: It is not a pleasure, but I can feel that. It makes me feel in touch with myself when I'm like, I am so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like a little badge of honor, isn't it? Uh,
0: the other one um, is from Elf. So it's type sixes when someone tells them a half truth. <laughs> It's, you know, you disgust me. How can you live with yourself? You oh sit gosh. on a throne of lies. You smell like beef and cheese. He's an imposter. He's not Santa.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, the other night, Cody said, he was like, I'm going to be gone for an hour. I was gone for two. I was like, how dare you lie to me? You did not tell me the truth. <laughs> the next one is
0: it's from uh, The Good Place. Type 6 is ma- Mantra. Mantra. Lies are like tiger. They're bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we hate lies, okay? Um, next one. So, like, nobody, type sixes internally. I think I'm just coming off as annoying. <laughs> That's me. I don't know if it's you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, some, sometimes I feel like I start the night really chill and cool. But then, then I'm like, ugh, I'm sick of myself. I am too much. I'm That's too much. how I feel. Okay, <laughs> this one's
0: probably my favorite. So this girl gets an email, right? Mm-hmm. The email, um, I don't Oh, it's from Macy's. <laughs> and it says, you're officially our favorite shopper, Michaela. And she replies to the email. And she goes, okay, but how many girls did you send that to?
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is not specific to me. This, I can tell this is a... Actually, that's funny because I use like a CRM for my business, you know, uh-huh. where it's like Contact first name like like I like code an email it's like contact first name I was like oh this is so impersonal they're gonna know I just put this in a in a See? mass email with your name pointed ridiculous and you know right. like how many people have cared exactly zero yeah they're not looking forward to your emails it's fine okay
0: so we've got enneagram uh, six lyrics by Taylor Swift so uh, this is from No Body No Crime. I hate that
1: song, by the way. I don't even think I can think of what it is.
0: Oh. Um, well, it, the lyrics okay. for the six are, I think he did it, but I just can't prove it. No, <laughs> no body, no crime, but I ain't letting up till the day I die. Oh, my gosh. Full <laughs> dramatic. Very dramatic. dramatic. But I do
1: love true crime things. And what I'm, that? like, hooked on this, like, Gabby case right now. I can't stop, like, I'm like, oh, Oh, yeah. this doesn't happen to anyone that I know Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was really simple. I And we just started, actually, last night, the uh, only murderers in the building. We've only watched one episode, so I, don't, I can't say if it's good or not. But um, Selena Gomez, she's walking around. She's like, <laughs> and she's like, I'm the girl that binges Dateline, so I figure out how not to be the girl that's on Dateline. I was like, she's a six. She's a six. Yeah, that's definitely <laughs> a good six quote right there. <laughs> okay, we'll do one. Um,
0: Enneagram types in a coffee shop. Okay. So things that we're working on, to do lists, mm-hmm. a new playlist, or something creative.
1: Yeah, my to do lists have to do lists. Yeah. My list have lists. I always say that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I do and I like doing creative things too. hmm.
0: I don't know. I feel like when I'm going to a coffee shop I'm there to get stuff done. So yeah, I don't know totally. if it's I don't know if
1: it's creative. But if, but if it's, like, a creative thing, you're getting done, don't you like doing that? Yeah, and,
0: but it's not always something creative. Yeah. I would just say it's getting done whatever needs to get done. Right.
1: Or so. I'm at a coffee shop to hang out with a friend.
0: Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that quality time.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Okay, your order. Is it, is an iced mocha latte and iced water?
1: Oh, yeah, I'll tell you why. I know exactly why I said this because and this is also why I carry around what Cody calls my emotional support water bottle <laughs> He and started calling it because he's like actually here's another story for being a six it's because I carry this water bottle around because not because I am thirsty well now that I'm breastfeeding I am thirsty all the time but before <laughs> it's not that I am thirsty it's I'm afraid I will get thirsty mm-hmm. and I do not want to get thirsty I do so not I, want to get thirsty no and so I always bring my water bottle and ah. Cody would always laugh and he'd be like You, I drink this water bottle more than you do. I was like, well, aren't you glad I brought it? (laughs) And so I, I think the reason why they ordered this is because it is heavy and it's sweet. And what if you need something to like wash it down? You need some cold water. So you already prepared and you got the cold water at the counter. So you don't have to go back. That's exactly why.
0: That's,
1: this is where you're just different for me. Yeah. I just, but that's like, that's like my emotional support water bottle. Yeah. That's their emotional support water for their coffee. Hey,
0: I'm just more of a latte type girl. Latte with a little bit of honey is all I really want, but some
1: water's nice. Yeah. Like, what if you're like, oh, wow, I'm, now I'm, I had this coffee, now I'm caffeinated, but now I'm parched. Well, then I'll just get water from the little station that they will most definitely have. Totally. But
0: okay. you probably
1: already thought about that. Uh,
0: I don't know. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Maybe. As far as the aesthetic of the coffee shop the coffee. goes, it's, it's a comfy space with good lighting. Yeah, I, yes. Yeah. I don't like being uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. For sure. Totally. So, if it can be comfortable, that's fine. And great.
1: if you can't read what you're trying to do, mm, mm-hmm. And then uh, we're listening to
0: other people's conversations. Oh my gosh, yes. True crime podcasts. <laughs> yes. And anything acoustic. Oh my gosh. Because so <laughs> I don't listen to true crime podcasts because I don't want to create fears in my mind that's that aren't already there. Um,. To me, that's more stressful than it is, like, oh, I feel prepared. Mm-hmm. So I don't listen to those, but I totally listen to other people's conversations. Oh, yeah. is isn't it? Sometimes
1: artistic. it's really hard to even, like, focus on your conversation. If someone else
0: is talking about something interesting, I'm for sure listening to that.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Totally. Okay. And I'm kind
1: of, like, always aware of whoever's around me, too. Ah. Yeah. Well,
0: Annie got very hungry. <laughs> so we, uh, we wrapped up the memes there, but... This was really good. I hope you guys learned a little bit about the Enneagram 6. Hopefully yeah. we debunked some common myths. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe you have a better
1: understanding of the 6. Maybe. Or six in your life. Do you, have, do you have any closing thoughts, Heather? Um, no, I don't think so. Um, okay. I guess, am I, am I back on next week? What if? <laughs> no. <laughs> Heather's not coming back for <laughs> a little Get to go to break now. Um, I'm trying to think. It makes me feel, but as a six, you know, I'm like, wow, she really wants me on her podcast. That's that's really sweet.
0: Yes. I would say if there's anything else that you should know about Enneagram Sixes that we wish you knew. I think we've said it a couple of times, but like, we're not afraid. We just are preparing
1: all the time. And I think, I guess one more thing, that you, well, we've said it, but just a reminder, a closing remark. Just, like, tell your six friends you love them, mm-hmm. and, like, they're a good friend, and you enjoy being their friend, and you enjoy yes. them being your friend. Yes. I think that would mean, like, if you had a six, and you went and send that to them, like, today, they would just be so happy. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, okay, well, that's the, that's the cue. <laughs> well, this was fun, Heather. So fun.
0: All right, cool. All right. Well, I'll see y'all next week for the seven. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Let's Be Friends with Tori Segner. I hope you loved the episode and gained a little insight into the world of the Enneagram and relationships. If you enjoyed listening, please rate the podcast and leave a review. And don't forget to follow along on Instagram at Tori.letsbefriends for updates, behind the scenes content, and a community of its own. I hope you have the best week and I will see you next time.